Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Kinney's Cotton Pickers here on Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. As important as it might seem to you on the day that it happened, 20 years from now, no one will ask you, Hey, where were you when Duchess Kate had her baby? I should hasten to say here that, although an Englishman shot my great, 
great-great-great-grandfather in 1776. At present, we have no hard feelings against the English and hardly ever mention the pain and suffering it caused our family at the time. And this week, I'm only one of millions of Americans who are eagerly following this birth-in story as it unfolds in England and wish the Duchess and Harry and the child well. Thank you for listening. Uh, the, the email said, we get a lot of email, the email said, If you do this for 10 seconds, you will prevent a heart attack from occurring in your lifetime. <laughs> I do not feel that by ignoring this email, my life hangs in the balance. This email does not interest me. I am not going to read anything or look at any video. 
The last time I got sucked in, it simply said that Nelson Rockefeller would be alive today if he'd eaten two aspirin before calling his secretary. Some of us are not all that keen on advocating the reading of history. If everyone read history, every single person would think like all the other people who read history. And wouldn't the world be a dull and unbearable place if everyone thought just like you did? Something fearful and this cheerful little earful is the well-known I love you. Stocks can go down, business slow down, but the milk and honey 
Maxine Solomon here on the Humble Farmer. Where, with any luck at all, I have to say that, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. Would you let a company have access to your checking account if they paid you $100? Because I like to have some small control over my monthly Social Security check, I wouldn't do it. Now, you might, and that's okay with me. And here's what made me think about this. The email says, Tired of going online or calling to pay your bill each month? There's a better way. Set up automatic monthly payments for the most convenient way to pay your bill. When you do, you'll be included in our monthly drawing to win a $100 credit on your bill. Each month, we randomly randomly select one winner from our customers who use our automatic payment service. (laughs) Probably you know that some companies will not even do business with you nowadays unless they have access to your credit card. One telephone service provider had my credit card the only way I could do business with them. 
and they were really great to do business with until they kept jacking up their rates every month, every month, every month, and, and then they wouldn't let me cancel when my contract expired at the end of the year. Luckily, someone stole my credit card. I canceled my credit card the same day, of course. Now, the telephone company always collected payment a year in advance from this credit card. And I just happened to decide to cancel my phone service with that company because they kept jacking up the rates, jacking up the rates. But guess what? You might not believe this, but they wouldn't let me go. And when they discovered my credit card had been stolen, they couldn't get any money out of it. They kept calling me and writing me threatening letters because they wouldn't let me cancel my service for the upcoming year. That's the following year. They claimed I owed them 390 or so dollars for the upcoming year. Now, you've heard me mention this, but I'm going to say it again. You can read it online. Two Germans died in a house in Florida. Their neighbors thought they had gone back to Germany, and their German relatives in Germany thought they were in Florida because their bills were automatically paid and their checks were automatically deposited it was not until the house was seized for non-payment of property taxes that their desiccated remains were found. So, no, I'm not going to sign up for easy automatic payments, even if you were to give me $100. I don't want some undertaker to someday tell the newspaper reporter that <laughs> we had to scrape Robert Scoglund up off the rug.
I am so old, I am so old that I consider that to be good dancing music. <laughs> as silly as that. Something even sillier. So the governor in Maine wanted to hire a farmer, Miss Maine, for some educational position. <laughs> I ask you, what's wrong with having a good-looking girl fronting any organization? I remember of being hired to do a talk by a farmer, Miss Maine, who was running some organization way up in the northern part of the county. She went on to doing the news on a Bangor TV station. Now, the governor obviously understands marketing and knows what he's doing. Can you think of any TV show that doesn't boost its ratings with pretty, pretty girls and a dazzling smile? Can you think of any old geezer on television who doesn't share the screen with the nicest-looking female he can afford? Okay, so on the national shows, she also has a law degree and is brilliantly articulate. But please notice that, unlike some of the receptionists you might have seen in your physician's front office, she always weighs less than 200 pounds and at least gives the impression of having all her teeth.
from even before I was born. Good grief, that was made six years before I was born, and before I was born, and that, that was a very long time ago. Army engineers to build 1,800-foot, half-million-dollar fence atop Fort Knox. <laughs> that was the newspaper headline. Are they building a wall so people won't fall off Fort Knox and get hurt? Think about this. What would you say if you saw a man with a tin can on the streets of Bar Harbor collecting money to build a fence around the mountain so people wouldn't fall and get hurt? There are people who live to be hurt. They love to climb mountains, break an ankle. Why make it even more difficult for them by putting up handrails and building fences.
with a little Brad Terry ending on it. Took him quite a while to get out of that one. McKinney's Cotton Pickers here on the Humble Farmer. Well, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music, very old-fashioned music today, just for you right here on your favorite station. I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com, and of course you know I'd love to hear from you. Did you read about the man who hurt himself trying to pull a metal sign out of a pine tree with an ATV? Now, we've all done this kind of thing, so it's pretty easy to visualize. You, you've had this happen to you. You're trying to pull another car with a piece of nylon line, and the car doesn't move, and you back up and give it a good, strong tug, and the line snaps. Let me move this microphone a little bit. And the line snaps... And, of course, when it snaps, it goes one way or the other. And if you're in the way of it, you can get clobbered. Anyways, here's this man trying to pull a sign out of a pine tree with an ATV, probably using a nylon line, I don't know. Anyway, something snapped, and he was injured. And right underneath it, it said that alcohol does not appear to be a factor. Think about this. If this had happened to me... I would rather have it say in the paper that I was drunk and out of my mind.
I can't even say the name of this song. Every time I say it, someone corrects me. They said it's not Baltimore, it's Baltimore. Pretty close, pretty close. Baltimore. Bix, of course, way back, way back years and years ago. One morning, I was delighted to see a nine-year-old granddaughter. This is not a baby. This is a nine-year-old granddaughter. One morning, I was delighted to see a nine-year-old granddaughter stick her finger in her mouth up to the third knuckle and suck the food off it. <laughs> this is the unmistakable mark of the rich kid. If I wanted my friends to think I had more money than I could spend, I would let them know it by sucking food from my fingers when I eat. You know this. Poor people have dirty hands from cleaning toilets, digging drainage ditches, or fertilizing gardens with cow nutrients. Even a good scrub-in doesn't take away the memory of where those hands spent most of the day. But can anything bad happen when you suck the fingers that have spent the day grasping a ski pole in Switzerland or the handlebars of a $3,000 racing bike? I must shamefully admit that my people always lived from hand to mouth, and that there is something about sucking on my fingers while sitting at the table with a few of my cultured friends that, well, it grates against the lower-class way I was brought up. The ability to suck the food from one's fingers cannot be learned. You know, like speaking French without an accent, one has to be born and nurtured in the society where it is a norm.
Millenberg Joys. You've always heard about the Millenberg Joys. That was the Millenberg Joys. And that was about the most Mickey Mouse saxophone anybody has ever heard. That's, that was classic Mickey Mouse saxophone. The woman whose name has not been released was missing for about six hours. You see that kind of headline all the time. Old people who forget who they are and where they are. So sad they they wander off and sometimes they're found and sometimes they're not found. You might not know this, but unfortunately this terrible forgetting disease is not confined to the elderly. For many years I played for a dance every Saturday night at the Blue Goose Dance Hall in Belfast. And from my vantage point up there on the bandstand, it was not uncommon to see women, no more than forty, who would forget that they were married and leave the hall every week with a different man.
dim 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 dim. Muggsy Spania. This morning, early, early, I was reading about the development of brick making in Suma. <laughs> I read about a lot of different things. And, of course, this naturally made me think of the people who live in that area today, which made me think that a person who cannot learn brickmaking or anything else from a master artisan is dull indeed. We go to school to learn from a school t- schoolmaster, a person who can tell us how to do something that we'd like to be able to do ourselves. We all have our mentors from whom we have learned valuable lessons, and we're going to talk about that now. Years ago, Hitler invaded Denmark claiming to be protecting Denmark from a British invasion. Years later, George W. Bush invaded Iraq, claiming to be protecting the world from the non-existent weapons of mass destruction. There are those who say that George W. Bush was not all that clever. But I would disagree, and I must point out to you that a person able to learn from a master teacher is a lot smarter than most of us. President Bush was even smarter than his teacher because when the smoke cleared in Germany, the land was in economic ruin and Hitler had shot himself. But when the smoke cleared here, the land was in economic ruin and President Bush retired to his ranch in Texas.
I can't remember if I thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. You know, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. I am The Humble Farmer at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear from you. I have been watching the 125 or so monk episodes on Roku on one show. I noticed that Monk's skinny little female helper started wearing high heels, which will ruin her feet, and she had also put on 15 pounds between her knees and her belly button. And, of course, I couldn't understand how she could have got so broad in the beam between the filming of only one show. When I mentioned it to my wife, Marcia, the almost perfect woman, she said I had pushed the wrong button on the clicker and was watching the program on the wide screen.
It's the girl. That was a nervous piece of music, wasn't it? That was the Boswell sisters from hundreds and hundreds of years ago, probably. Ooh, just about time to get out of here. Thank you again for listening to The Humble Farmer. While I was in the Atlanta airport, I chanced to see on the front page of a New York Times that someone had thrown away that swabbing out someone's mouth to get a DNA sample has been ruled unusual search and seizure. Ordinarily, I would say that they could swab out my mouth any time they wanted to, because I don't mind if they poke around in my mouth. But I'm going to oppose this mouth searching business, because if they find they can legally poke around in your mouth, and they don't find anything, well, it don't take much imagination to figure out where they'll be looking next. Bye-bye.